some of our destinations have errors. Okay. Um, guys, good morning. We are going to be talking about our property price predictions for 2024. We're going to address those and why we feel the way we do. Stay tuned. big one people people love a punt on the property yeah. market more than the melbourne cup it's talked about all day every day oh yeah absolutely and we had the uh, surprise interest rate rise on tuesday as well so we're going to talk about what how that could potentially impact the housing market did that put a spanner in the works um, for the predictions for 2024, or is it just going to drive the housing market even further? So there's a lot of division happening here. There's a lot of people going, oh, that's the interest rate that broke the camel's back, and now all the stock's going to come flooding to the market. Um, and then you've got the other half that are saying, well, now hang on a second, um, property prices are definitely going to skyrocket in that first quarter of 2024. What do you think? Well, look, uh, I'm pretty passionate about this. And by the way, guys, this is a live show. I would love to know what's on everyone's mind. Tell us in your comments uh, where you think and what what happened. You know, the property market's going to head to next year. But definitely, I've seen a couple of things um, over over the last 13 rate rises. Um, when there's shock and awe, our market reacted very badly towards it. So when there's shock and awe, so when um, the governor talked around, um, Reserve Bank guy, whatever his name was, said, we're not going to have rates moving uh, probably for the next two, three years, and they'll just stay where they are. Everyone was pretty comfortable. When that first rate rise came in the second and the third, yeah, that shock and awe badly affected our market. On the flip side, when the rates were expected to rise and they just kept going, that's when the market actually, when people settled mm -hmm. in and that's when the market mm -hmm. started to do better. So I think moving ahead, the expectation, I think really consider that, guys. If you see shock and awe in the market where it just it, people are blindsided by what the rates are doing, that's when it adversely, you know, affects us. And, and you know, obviously people follow what the media says. You know, the media is there, obviously, to provide the news for us. Um, but often they can get it wrong. And so when we looked at COVID and, and what happened when we were coming into the first round of lockdowns, the media prediction was that property prices could drop as much as 20 to 30%. And they, in fact, did the complete opposite. Um, I was just having a quick read before we came on air, a, an article from Sydney Morning Herald on the 2nd of November. Um, economists from the big four banks are predicting a rise in house prices of between 3 to 5% in 2024. And I reckon they've got that wrong. Me too. I think it's going to be at least double that. We didn't even talk about this before the show, but yep. I agree. Oh, do you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. I, I think it's going to be at least, I think they're being conservative as well. And and I reckon what's going to happen is, I think the supply is still going to remain relatively low. Um, I believe that as those interest rates come down, they taper, um, 
the housing market is actually going to skyrocket. And so if you're a buyer and you are wanting to buy, don't wait for this avalanche, in inverted commas, of property to hit the market in the first quarter of next year. I would be buying property now because when those interest rates start to come down and the predictions are that that's going to happen quite dramatically, um, I've actually got a friend who's very high up in the banking world and she so high. she seems to tell me that, um, well, they're the predictions anyway, that these interest rates will come off and when they do, they'll come down quite dramatically. I think that market's really going to take off. And I think everyone tries to underpin um, what they think about the property market in in common sense and what they know um so you know I, I think some you know it's great to just read it and see that someone says it's going to go up seven percent or twelve percent or whatever but i still think you under 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 underpin it with your gut you know i mean with what you know and how you feel now back to that yeah. shock and awe thing that i was talking yeah. about the shock and awe of when that when those rate rises went up and the market adversely affected that was affected and went down it's a little bit like COVID as well and I want to so I want I want to expand on that shock and awe. When that shock and awe happened in COVID, that's when it everyone just sort of shit the bed. And then after a while, when people got comfort and there was no shock and there was no awe, then people sort of went back to the went back to their volumes and went back to their lives and went back to their confidence. So and what actually happened is that it abstained. So the stock the stock that was not traded um, through that heavy period of COVID, those first couple of three months or four months or five months of COVID the lack of stock abstained and then it actually doubled in in you know those those same that same period ahead so i do think you know providing we don't get any shock and all we're good um i think there, there's always you do get people that are sort of i find a little bit um they like to make their money off people's loss sort of bottom feeders a little bit and they've always talked about oh my god there's going to be you know the fixed interest rates coming to end people are going to be staffed their staff their staff you watch what's going to happen yeah the mortgage cliff um didn't happen i do like looking at what people have done with their savings they are depleting their savings um savings are down that's a fact fact um savings are definitely down but there are still savings there still savings. In, in people's accounts so um, offset accounts um are being depleted as well yeah um, to the tune of 0.1 percent a month um, so that's pretty interesting seeing that the the amount of money that one has to put in from their mortgage on an average Australian from their wage is extraordinary um, I, I saw um, um, the bank bank Vaber lady um, did, a, did a thing the other day and she was saying the um, 70 uh, between 50 to 70 percent of people's wage has been contributed to their home home repayment yeah um, which is a big figure it's a scary figure. Yeah, and and not only that, but we are seeing a lot more investors back in the marketplace as well. So if those if housing supply is low, and then we've got owner occupiers in the market, not a lot of stock, and then we've got investors entering back into the market, not a lot of stock. That's what's keeping these property prices nice and stable. Yeah. Um, but again, I honestly believe, and this is my prediction, but I truly do believe that um, that was probably the last, last, last interest rate rise that had to happen, that really did catch a lot of us by surprise. And I do believe in the first quarter of next year, we are going to start to see those interest rates come down. I think stock levels will remain relatively low. I'm thinking third quarter. Um, third quarter. We're going to play this back. Yeah, we'll, We're play, playing this back. we'll play it back for sure. Oh, no. 
and then and then property prices will absolutely skyrocket i really do but as um luke was mentioning there buy when you get your finance it's what we keep saying and this is where people keep falling over themselves they wait they play this waiting game oh, I'm, passionate. So, I'm really passionate about what luke's saying um i'm really passionate about that guys if you think you're in control and you you can sort of and and it's it's it, you know we're all in it together and what i realized through um COVID was how powerful our government was in monitoring and changing the property market and interest rates and and the economy super powerful and now the thing, the thing that I, I found comforting through COVID was the government reacted when they saw negative effects in the marketplace. They reacted with a helping hand. And at the end of the day, um, with what Luke's just said about buy with finance, this regulatory, my head's getting, this regulatory methods that the, that that um, uh, that are being used by our our government that filter through to funding that filter through to the economy um, has a massive effect. So as much as we think we know what the market's going to do, I think that the government's been very good. Our banking methods, our property uh, transferring yeah. system, yeah. Our, our our financial system is extraordinary. As a matter of fact, worldwide we looked at from most countries and envied in the way we, we are envied the way yes. we do it. Yeah. So there is saviour in that, and I do think that. I know that people are in pain with interest rates and, and, and having a hard time, yeah. but they've got really good metrics, and they, they, you know, if they can, if they can um, make moves and pull us through COVID, um, when the rest of the world's doing the same thing and do mm. it in an efficient manner, I believe we're okay. Yeah. So that property market, as much as we think, it's like these these dicks don't know what they're doing. They're actually not a bad little. I, I, I don't mind. I reckon they've done. Yeah. I reckon they need a pat on the back, which not a lot of people would agree with me, but. They're right. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't foresee a huge dump of stock hitting the market. Not on the northern beaches. Now, guys, understand we are agents on the northern beaches in Sydney. Um, we're not seeing it on the northern beaches. I've got friends that are in real estate in the eastern suburbs. They're not seeing it there. Um, where I think things change a little bit differently is when you do go out to that sort of southwest, western suburbs. Um, I'm hearing that a little bit more. That you know, people purchased property two years ago, their interest rates tripled, and now they're having to sell at a loss. We are hearing it a little bit more in those in those out, um, outer suburbs. Yeah. But Northern Beaches, that's not the case. I actually did an appraisal yesterday for some vendors. Um, they bought a really, really good property. They bought it at the peak of the market. They're saying, you know what, we were going to do a knockdown rebuild. We don't think we're going to do it anymore. We just want to get the property back on the market in the new year. Um, the numbers just didn't really stuck up when I actually was having a look at some comparable sales. So, you know, the market's come down about 15% from the peak now. Um, and they said, that's cool. We'll, we'll just hold. They've got really good rent coming in. Um, and so, again, I'm just not having, um, and, and I probably appraise and list more than the average. I, I just do. And I'm definitely not having those conversations with any of my clients. Well, you, They're all selling for different reasons. You've got good metrics because you're the number one lister of properties out of 555 agents on the North yeah. Beaches. So, you, you know, you are getting a good a good benchmark. And I'm in front of 
and also, Mark, I'm in front of vendors at all different price points, yeah. which is a really unique model for a real estate agent. And so, some stick to a suburb or a price range. You're quite Northern Beaches centric. Well, you know, I mean, at the moment, if I just look at my portfolio of listings, I've got a six hundred thousand dollar property, and then I've got a, uh, and then I've got an eighteen to twenty million dollar property, and everything all in the middle there. Um, but I can tell you now, none of my vendors are selling urgently because they have to. Um, they're all selling just for upsizing, downsizing, selling in one selling an investment wants to go buy a caravan. Like they're all just different reasons. Now, another thing I want people to watch, and how I said at the beginning of the show, back it up with you know, you sort of still back it up with what you know, is I, you know, I really encourage people to look at the fact, not at the hysteria or, yeah. or the negative yeah. or the positive yeah. facts. And something that we should also look at, and I also said um, about, uh, you know, the government having control, a lot of controls over everything yes, that they we do, do within property, immigration. Massive. Mark, I can't right. tell you how right. big this is. It's being controlled by government. I am. Turn it on. They can turn it off. Can I tell you, yeah. I have dealt with, in the last couple of weeks, I have dealt with no less than a dozen buyers that have just landed in the country after being in the UK. Yep. Yep. In the UK, I spoke with another lady again yesterday and she said, oh, we've just been overseas in, in the UK for the last 20 years and we're back here and we'd like to buy in the Northern Beaches. It's unbelievable. And, you know, and the reality is, is that they're coming in with pounds. Yep. So for them, they can come and buy and the these. the conversion rate's pretty good. It's, it's half the price for the them. The conversion rate's pretty good from what the Australian dollar's done. Now, on in, on immigration, I do want everyone that to remember this. That is huge. On immigration, immigration, I do yes. want everyone to remember this. This is the most underutilised word that has the most relevancy in the property market for 2024. And it's a phrase, sorry. It's the most underutilised phrase, which was overutilised too early. Sea change, tree change. The sea change and tree change happened and it was very clear, it was very apparent. You saw your Northern Beaches people move to Port Macquarie or yeah. whatever they all did. You saw the blah, blah, go south. They, 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 they Everyone decentralised. It was cool. It was the sea change and tree change. It was aspirational. Take your money and do what you want. Pretty cool thing to do. It happened domestically. Now it's happening it happening internationally. If you look at our, our city, if you look at our country on the scoreboard of all countries in the world, when you got when you got pulled through your hair through COVID and your and your country didn't operate well with education, medical, well, just full stop at all. Yeah. You then go to an aspirational sea change and tree change, and a lot of people have been doing that. They're the people we're talking about. So yeah. they're the people that are coming in from all parts of the world, saying, you know what? I was, I saw how you guys operated through COVID. I loved you before. I loved you, Len. I love you even more now. Kids, family. Mom, and we dad, are dealing. There go, is no doubt. There is no doubt in my massively. mind that um, we are dealing with, me, me personally, yep. in the last couple of weeks, I actually mentioned it to one of my vendors the other day, I was like, just so many English people coming back here to live. Yep. Um, not just Asian clientele, but we're also dealing with a lot of the European clientele as well. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with you, Mark. I think they just want to have a foot in the sand here yeah. um, just in case they do want to jump. Some of these clients that I'm dealing with, in fact, probably, you know, 
I'd have to say four or five that I've dealt with in the last week have said, we just don't know yet if we want to be here full time. We do want to buy a property here. We live part of the time in Italy. We live part of the time over in the UK. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're in Hong Kong. Um, and so, but we, we do want to end up here eventually and they're buying property. Just the stability, the economic stability that we... we, we the Couldn't agree more. The performance that we displayed yep. over the last three, four years, the education stability that we offered. Um, Couldn't the, agree the, more. The political security. Yeah. that we offered um, I think it's quite aspirational and guys I do think in 2024 the sea change and tree change internationally will truly play out in the Australian property market I don't think it's ballistic um, but I think it's enough to actually combat the negative effects that we're all not that are very apparent that we're expecting and I actually think out of this the winners the winners are going to be the people that have got high-end property um, because of that I do believe that a lot of this luxury property is going to take off even more. Um, I heard a story yesterday, I met with some clients and um, and they were saying that a property on the Northern Beaches was quite a confidential conversation, but they were saying a property on the Northern Beaches got door knocked and offered $20 million. Um, and the house is spectacular, but it's definitely not waterfront. The vendors decided not to sell because they're like, well, we've just finished building the property. Where are we going to go? Um, but I think we're going to see more and more of that. And I think this high-end real estate, these property prices that we've heard about on the eastern suburbs, I think that's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, I think that luxury high-end part of the market is going to explode because of that. They're coming in, the buyers are coming in, as I said just a minute ago, with pounds. And so a $20 million property for them is 10. And I do believe that that's, that, that's one of my predictions for 2024. Now, before we go, something also that I'm, uh, I think that, you know, really strongly should be considered. So in summary, yep. um, we've spoken about the, uh, you know, interest rates. We've spoken about the, uh, you know, so these are the levers, the things that are influencing our property market. Um, we've spoken about... Low levels um, of stock. Yeah, you know, overseas, all that stuff. But what no one's talked about, another one, is how houses have performed domestically and how apartments have performed domestically. Uh, we know building, very hard to do. New stock coming onto the market with building, very limited. We get that. But immigration, we get that. But units have performed on average. They have not doubled over 10 years by a long shot. They, yeah. have, they have not doubled by a long shot. Like they're sitting at 70 or 80%. So Strata has done about 70 or 80% over 10 years. Property has underperformed in with apartments and it's at a historic low. Every year it does double. It doubles yeah. every seven to ten years. Yep. It has not done that with Strata. Get this: with houses, it's done on average one hundred and thirty to one hundred and fifty percent. That's double and a half. That's double and a half across most suburbs. Particularly, um, I love benchmarking Northern Beaches because it's a pretty good average for for you know the, you, yeah. you get all your yeah. makes and models the type of, of of people in the in the beaches. So, what I want people to watch, I think units will will actually perform much better, uh, particularly in trying economic times when people can say, "Hell, I can buy a unit." instead of a house, and, and I think houses will probably are more inclined to level off in the years ahead. Um, so 
watch that one, guys. Units up, houses level. Yeah, but even if we just have a quick look at this year, Mark, um, at the beginning of this year, you were able to go and buy a house. Entry level on the Northern Beaches was sitting at about 1.7 to 1.8. Yeah. Um, I've got so many clients now that are going, oh, Lisa, have you got anything around that 1.8? That's the budget. Entry level now for a house on the Northern Beaches is sitting at about 1.85 to 1.95. And those two-bedroom apartments, Mark, that we were selling in DY, I feel like one night we went to sleep and they were selling for about seven hundred to 750000 And then we woke up the next morning and all of a sudden they were eight fifty to 900000 And don't in forget, DY. it doesn't Just make... entry-level two-bedroom apartments. Yep. And don't forget, it doesn't make sense if you're paying... I'm not, I'm just, I know this is not the rates, but if you're paying 10% on your house interest rate and if your property market's not going going up 5%, you're going behind 5% every year. So there is a metric there yeah. where people are still, you know, people go, how the hell can it do 10% next year if it does do 10% next year? And it's like, well, it's sort of got to do better than the interest rate you're paying. Otherwise, you're going backwards in that year. So it's interesting to watch. So, guys, just to wrap it up, predictions for next year, my prediction is the market is about to explode as those interest rates come down. I'm suggesting that um, the market is going to go up at least 10 to 15%. That's my prediction. Um, and I think I'm being conservative with that. And you know what that's called? I think I'm being conservative. What? Normal. It's for the last yeah. for the last 50 years, for the last 70 years, as much as you hear shock and awe, oh, my God, is it going to go up 10%? It always has. Always, 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 always. Yep. And units all, have all, not have, the trials and tribulations. have underperformed on that metric and houses have overperformed on that metric. So yep. put that in your pipe and smoke it. There we go. Love ya. See you, Connie.